Cool, and we're live. 7.59. Figured I'd go one minute early um, and just, you know, get into the groove of things. Um, I don't know how long this is going to be. Um, it might, you know, like I said, this this is just the introductory podcast, right? Um, you know, originally I had a guest um, for tonight, but... You know, like I said in my Instagram story, um, you know, he, you know, some, there, there are things in life that we can't control. And, um, you know, it's just today was one of those days, you know. Uh, and, you know, that's, it's all good, man. Life happens, right? Life happens and you, you know, you take it for what it is. So I'm doing this solo for the first one because I didn't want to miss, um, you know, the opportunity to um, launch uh, tonight. I still, I, I wanted to do this regardless uh, of, of the circumstance. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm in my car right now. It's not the, the most ideal situation, but it is what it is. You know, um, I got the stream yard up uh, on the browser on my phone. So hopefully, hopefully all this stuff, uh, you know, doesn't cut out and then whatnot i'm just on an lte connection so it should be good to go um but you know i i guess for this first episode for this per- first podcast um you know i'm gonna treat it uh i'm just gonna say you know um what's on my head what's what's been on my on my mind lately and you know plans future plans for you know whatever um, so originally, you know, podcasts are normally like, you know, they go on for like two hours, you know, an hour and a half, sometimes three hours, who knows, you know? Um, but, um, yeah, so this, this might be a shorter episode anyway. Um, you know, I'm, hopefully I can see the comments, uh, pop up again. I'm on StreamYard, So, um, I don't know if I'll be able to, I should be able to see people's comments come through. Um, I had people um, respond to the IG story, um, you know, in regards to like asking for talking points and whatnot, and um, two people responded. So, you know, I'll be I'll be touching on those on those things. But let me just start off by saying, um, like, why, right? Well, what what's the why? Why um, am I starting this podcast? And you know, for me, it's a way, it's another version or another way uh, to express myself. Um, you know, in everything that we do, everybody has a way of expressing themselves somehow artistically uh, through writing, uh, blog posts, uh, you know, painting, DJing, uh, you know, photography, right? Uh, there's many ways that people can ex- can express themselves um and this is just another method it's just another method to for me to be able to express whatever i feel um what up jay um yeah you know it, it, it's just a, a, a way for me to express whatever i feel on on uh the current moment and um you know, over the pandemic, I've, I've, I've gotten to 
I've consumed a lot of podcasts uh, over just over time. Um, you know, March and April, I think, when the lockdowns were happening, it was you know that that was really when. I would tune in podcasts and just leave them on in the background and just kind of absorb, you know, through osmosis, um, what people were saying, the conversations between people. Um, you know, there are other solo podcasters too um, that kind of they just talk on their own. Um, either they have a subject that they want to talk about or a focus that they want to talk about. Other times, it's just a stream of consciousness. And um, you know, this podcast doesn't have a name yet. Um, on the, on my Twitch profile, I, um, named it through the lens podcast. Right. But I think, um, through the lens is, it's very indicative of like, okay, photography, videography, something creative. Right. Um, I wanted to stretch it further than that, I think. Um, and you know, the way that I'm approaching these podcasts is by a stream of consciousness. So I think what I'm going to call it is the stream of consciousness podcast. Um, you know, it might change. I'm not sure, but that's kind of what's been replaying in my head. Stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I think I, I like, you know, it rolls off the tongue. I like it. Um, and, you know, I think I'm settling on that title for sure. We'll see. Um, why? So again, back to the expression thing, right? I express myself in many ways um, through my photography, through um, my art, um, DJing, you know, mixing music. Um, martial arts is another form of expression. Um, and now podcasting. It's another platform. It's a different way for me to... Um, you know, to get into another headspace. And I actually meditated before this, before I, I went live. Um, I meditated for like 10 minutes or so just to clear my head. Um, and, you know, this is where I'm at right now. In my car, ghetto, fabulous podcast studio with a light and my phone. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of change that's gonna happen soon, and uh, it'll be funny replaying this audio again. By the way, like when I get the video and the audio and whatnot, um, I'm kind of just seeing who pulls through, and if nobody else pulls through, it's fine. Yeah. It'll just be me talking to like a, a black box. Um. Yeah, one one thing that um, one of the uh, Instagram folks uh, DM'd me about was uh, taking risks, right? So uh, his his um, his question was uh, something to the matter of when do you take a risk? Like when when do you know when to take a risk, or if you decide like to wait before you take a risk. And it got me thinking because, um, you know, for me, I've always been a cautious person. I've always been like erring on the safe side of things. That's just how I grew up. Um, 
you know, my parents didn't really encourage me to take a lot of risks. They were always like, you know, oh, that's too dangerous. Don't do that kind of thing. Um, you know, which isn't bad, you know, like I, I haven't broken a bone or anything like that. But, um, you know, I think, I think it bit me in the ass, um, like later on in life, not being able to, not, not being so, um, you know, willing to take risks. And I learned that the hard way. Um, risk is, well, when I think about risk, like the, the definition of it is like, you know, you, you, you look at something that's risky. Like, what, what, what does that, what does that mean? Like, the, the thing that I'm thinking about is when you're, you know, my, my mind goes to climbing. I wonder what you do for a living. Skater Lane, what's up, man? Thanks for joining in. Um, right now, I am a freelance photographer. Um, and I am in school for UX, UI design. Um, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a transition right now, career transition. Um, yeah, wicked. Yeah, man. Um, thanks for the love, bro. Um, yeah, so when, when, when I think about risk, right? Risk, without risk, there's no progress. That's what it is. You have to be willing to take risks in life, you know, and the, the other part of the question was like, when do you know, like, do you, like, do you wait before you take a risk in, in, in my eyes and in my head, you're calculating something, right? Like there's, there's a such thing as taking a calculated risk. So, you know, preparation is also a big thing. Before you, you know, take risks, I think, you know, if, if you're going to do something risky, go into business, you're going to, you know, go into a new career field or you're going to, um, you know, get into this new relationship, right? Um, or you're going to move to a new city where you don't know anybody, right? Like all of these things, there's always like from the moment that you were born, it's risky. You know, the world is tough. The world out there is dangerous. Um, from the moment you leave your mother's womb, it's a risky world. You know, as even as a baby, you know, you can catch a, a you know, a sickness or whatever. You know, you, you something can happen when you're a baby, right? You're, when you're a baby, you're so, you're so fragile, right? Um, you know, so, and when you, as you grow up, you know, it's uh, when you're like five years old, you know, and you go outside and you play, you know, it's risky, right? To, for a child to go out and play, but they need to learn that, you know, you need to scrape your knees a little bit. You need to fall on your, uh, you know, you need to fall going too fast on the bike, right? You fall, you might scrape your knee or, you know, hurt your elbow or like, you know, even like, you know, pretty bad, but like you might land on your head or something, you know, it's inherently risky, but without risk you don't learn you know and i think um you know danger brings clarity like when something is inherently dangerous or you know there's a chance that 
you can get hurt. You might experience some pain, some loss, right? Um, like my thought goes to relationships, right? Whenever you meet someone new, um, you know, and you start dating them, there's always that thing in the back of your mind saying, to, you know, to yourself, like, should I go for it? You know, should I, should I talk to her? Should I talk to him? Should I tell them that I like them? There's always this risk, right? That you like, you might get your heart broken or like they might not like you or, you know, um, they could cheat on you or something, you know, like there's these, there's these things that happen, like, you know, you're putting your heart at risk, you know, not physically, but you know, spiritually and emotionally, it's risky. You know, when you, you people that have been heartbroken before, um, you don't like. It t usually takes a while, right, to give your heart to someone again, to invest that love and that time, for fear that you know, hey, like I'm ending my heart right now. Like, I don't want to get into another relationship right now. You know, but if you never open yourself up, if you never allow yourself to receive that love, you know, you never, you never uh, risk that again, then nothing happens. You know, you're, you're stuck in the same state, um, you know, and yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, that, that's just one facet like risk right another another facet of risk is uh, you know i'll just relate it to something that i'm going through right um this career transition that i'm doing so uh like skater lane you know asks what do I, what do i do for a living well for the past 10 or 11 years i've been a photographer um i've been mainly freelance for the majority of my uh of the nine years that i've been a photographer um I started officially in 2009. It was my first, uh, like, I started to get into it. I bought a camera and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I was young, didn't have many expenses, right? Like, still living at home, you know, like, not paying for a car or, you know, expenses are very little, you know. And at that time, I was working um, a part-time job, Um you know, so I was earning some cash, like for myself, you know, I wanted to be independent, you know, I wanted to be that independent 18 year old, 19 year old that like, just had his own money, you know, I was able to buy my own shit, um, you know, do my own shit, right. And so, you know, I took a lot of risk during that time, you know, and I think that's the most appropriate time to take, like, that's the sweet spot to take risk. Um, you know, when you're young, right? When you're 21, living at home or whatever, you know, you, you have very little expenses. You don't, you don't have a lot to worry about. You don't have kids. You don't have a mortgage to pay for. You don't have credit card debt. You don't have student loans. Maybe you do, but at that age, 21. But, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, everything is, you know, you, you're, you're hanging out. Like, you, you can party a little bit. You can, you know, you can go out with your friends you can you can you can take these risks right you can live life um you know you can get into that passion and and, th and that's that's where i was at you know i was like fuck like you know why not let's 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 go for it oh shit my fucking light turned off 
There it is. Boom. Um, so, you know, um, fuck, I hate when I get interrupted like this because I, I lose my train of thought. I lose the stream of consciousness. <laughs> um, we're back to risk, right? So risk. I was taking a lot of risk back then. You know, I could afford to. I could afford to take risk. Um, and so I was in that position of like, why not? Just go for it, right? You have very little to lose. Versus when, say, you're 40 years old, you have three kids, you have a mortgage, you have a ton of credit card debt, you have a ton of student loans, you have a wife, a spouse, you know? It's harder to, to, to take risks, right? Um, when you're that age, you know? For me, I'm, I'm 30. I'm, I turned 30 this year. I don't have kids, um, you know, yet. I don't have a mortgage. Um, you know, I got, I got some, some credit card debt, some loans and stuff like that. But, you know, everybody's got something, right? Um, and so, you know, I'm still in a position to take risks right now, um, which led me to where I'm at right now, right? Like with the pandemic, Skaterland says, are there any risks you regret? Hmm. Are there any risks I regret? No, there aren't, there aren't any risks that I regret. Um, the way that I see it is every point of failure, every um, period of pain, hurt, loss that I've felt, by taking risks was a lesson and with that lesson brought clarity to my life um much more clarity to my life and i think being able to apply those lessons for the next time you're much better off you know it sucks in the moment right whatever that pain that loss you know you lost money, you lost the relationship, you know, you got your heart broken. You said, fuck, like, why, why did I do that? You know, that was a stupid ass idea. All right. Why did I invest my money into this thing that I don't even use? You know, I could have used that money for something else, right? You're aware of it. That's the thing. You were made aware of that pain, that loss that, you know, that you feel, right? Um, so yeah, it's all lessons, man. That That's all it is. And, and I think it's, you know, you, if you're made aware of the lesson, you learn your lesson. It's more than just, you know, learning about it and being aware. You have to apply those things next time. Because if you don't, and it's very easy to like not apply what you learned, it's very easy to slip into, you know, old habits and, you know, old ways of thinking and old you know, just it's easy to regress back than it is to make that move and that and, and into the into the uncomfortable again, right? So yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you know, the all of the risks that I took to get me to this point in my life, I don't regret because uh, I am who I am because of it. Um, you know, had my life taken a different path. I, I wouldn't be here doing this podcast. I wouldn't be here, um, you know, like <laughs> expressing myself in this, in this way, you know, towards you guys. Right. 
Um, so yeah, man. Um, I think um, going back to you know the calculated risk thing, right? I think you can mitigate um, pain and loss and 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 hurt and all of the all of the things that come with risk. I think you can some you can mitigate that with preparation and uh, determination and focus, right? Um, another like one example is um, you know I climb. I'm a rock climber too, um, and one of the you know the the top rock climbers of the world his name is alex honnold um and if you're not aware of who alex honnold is he is the guy who free soloed um el capitan in yosemite national park so for you know if, if for those that don't know so el capitan is the largest granite um face in yosemite um it's uh if, if you have some of the older Apple computers or if you remember um, OSX Yosemite, I think uh, some of the default background images is the granite rock face of El Capitan. It's the pinnacle of rock climbing. Um, you know, anybody who climbs knows of Yosemite and knows of El, uh, knows of El Capitan. Normally when you climb this shit, uh, you use ropes. You know, there's safety gear. You, you know, you, you're with a crew of guys or, you know, girls. You, you have uh, porta ledges, these portable tents that you can put up on the wall and sleep on the wall. And you can kind of climb at your own pace, right? Like some people spend like days on the wall and they're climbing these, these multi pitches up this big wall. And then eventually they'll summit to the top in like, you know, however long. So Alex Honnold, uh, this guy he free soloed El Capitan. Now what free soloing is, is climbing up the wall without any safety gear, no ropes, um, no, no crash pads. I mean, crash pads are normally for like bouldering, you know, 12, 14 feet off the ground. You know, there's crash pads so you can like soften your landing or whatever, but free soloing, you're, you're, you're pretty much climbing 3000 feet of, solid like rock 3000 feet up El Capitan with no ropes, just your hands and a chalk bag and your, and your climbing shoes. Now there's a lot of risk in that, you know, like that's the <laughs> one slip, you know, and you fall to your death, you know, one slip is that's it. You know, you're it's, it's perfection or certain death on that wall and that's what he did you know what did he do though he you know he, he does a lot of ted talks and and all these like talks with the uh, companies and and you know other other things now because of the feat that he did he free soloed this this three thousand foot wall with no safety equipment in under like four hours you know there's a whole film about it too you can just google it youtube free solo you'll see it and it's the most amazing fucking movie. One of the most amazing movies I've ever seen in my life. Like my hands are fucking sweating just talking about it right now. Um, but it's it's like one of the greatest human feats, of, like physical feats that a human has ever accomplished. And, you know, he, he, he was able to complete that climb. Like alive, he lived, you know because of proper preparation he rehearsed 
the entire route, you know, down to the last moves, the last thumb press, the last crimp, you know, place your foot here, place your hand on this sloping hold, you know, this way. It's like he had to drill it into himself and chore- like this, it was this choreographed routine. He knew every single foothold. He knew every single handhold. You know how to do it from the bottom all the way to the top. He 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 executed it perfectly, and it was years and years and years of preparation for that, so he can mitigate the risk. You know. Um. And it, and you know it's 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 fucking crazy. You know, like when 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 you look at a, a human being that that accomplished that, you know, and we have these risks that we take every day, you know, um, should I open that? Should I open my business? Right. Should I open up shop? Should I get into Twitch? You know, should I get into streaming? Are people going to come to the stream? Are people going to tune into the podcast or are people going to tune out? You know, like all these, all like your head goes crazy. I mean, at least my head, (laughs) um, you know, there's all these things that like, get in your way and and not necessarily things but it's yourself you know you 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 get in your own way right like there's all these things that stop you from doing what you want to do in your life you're you know whether it's you value other people's opinions you 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 value what other people think and what they what they you know how they're going to perceive you and shit like i've had i had so many doubts you know doing this podcast and like should i do it is it the right time do i need more preparation like do like you know should i should i cancel tonight since my guest canceled and just do it tomorrow it's like no man like i'm ready now you know and i have the means to do it and so why not you know um yeah, man, that's 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 literally like. <sighs> I'm happy that I'm doing this, man. I'm really, I'm really, really happy that I that I'm able to fucking start this, you know, with the the three people that are in here. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, um, I didn't know who who was gonna tune in for sure. I I, I had no idea, um, but you know, this is the start. And I'm stoked, you know, this, this, this was a risk too. And, um, Flash Gordo, what's up, man? Thanks for the love, bro. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to get my stream of consciousness back. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, my career, my UX, UI design, uh, career. What up? Memo. It's my cousin Memo in the chat. Um, he is someone that I train with. He's a great family, uh, cousin. Love, love that guy. Um, my uh, my design career. Okay, so this 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 was a this was a calculated risk, right? It was something that I thought about when the pandemic hit, and literally all of my jobs were lost, like. I was working at the time. I was working full time. Um, 
I didn't lose my job. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to shift. I want, I, I saw, I really took a good look at myself and how I was the energy that I was putting out. Um, what up, Seabass? There you go. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, dude. Um, so, yeah, let, let, let's rewind. Um, when the pandemic hit and, you know, I was grateful. Like, I was grateful enough to have a job during this time, during during the lockdown. Uh, you know, I got a, I, I was guaranteed a check. Um, you know, I, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm taking care of through this, you know. And mind you, I was still living in Long Beach. You know, I was, I was, uh, I, I was in the middle of a lease, you know, before, um, like during all this stuff. So I, it's not like I could have just left, you know, that wouldn't be smart. So I waited, you know, but I, I waited until the lease was up to, to make my move into the transition, into transitioning my career. Um, and, you know, I saw how soul-sucking this job was for me during those times. Like, my mental health took a dive, you know. Um, and this is something that I, that I haven't really shared uh, with people, but, you know, whatever. It's, it's my fucking platform. It's my podcast. I'm here to be real as fuck. Um, you know, the guests that I bring on, they're going to be real as fuck, too. So I might as well just start it off, right? Like, I didn't know how how bad it got until I really took an honest look at how I was like the energy that I was putting out after work. Now I was working from home, I was shooting, you know, product photography and stuff like that and um you know it it, it I didn't feel valued. I really didn't. I didn't feel valued at all. Um, I felt like I was just a cog in the machine fueling this company that, you know, really didn't care if I left or not. You know, the previous company that I worked for before this one, I felt like I was part of a team. You know, Sebastian, who's in the chat he's still in here he, he knows uh, he, we work together and I felt like part of a family I felt I felt like part that I, that what I was doing was contributing something good to this to the company to you know I was excited to see my co-workers um, every day you know I was excited to come to work I was I was fucking on fire you know um, it felt good you know, like it was, it, I was still doing the same thing. It was, it was product photography. It was e-commerce product photography. That was, that's what I was doing, you know? And I really felt like the, I really felt how it felt. Like I, I really, I felt the feeling of like, damn, I'm a valued member of this company. I'm a valued member of this collective, you know? And that went missing when, um, you know, I, I found my other job. Um, 
that was non-existent like at all like i i was comparing the two and yeah okay two companies are are, are different you know they they approach things differently but all of a sudden i was i was a, i was not in a small team anymore and i was in a company with 300 people you know and some of these people i didn't even i didn't even meet like they were like distributed all across the world you know so i really felt small like it was like fuck like i am really i am insignificant in this in this ecosystem this universe this company that isn't even mine you know like we weren't even close to upper management you know we didn't really see them on daily you know they they were busy doing their thing and you know if you love the work then yeah you know if if you love the work that you do regardless if it's a small team or if it's a big team a big corporation you know 10,000 people whatever like as if you love the work and you love the, your coworkers you love the team that you're with you love your manager that's you know it's a healthy environment then yeah but I didn't have that you know and 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 like it got to the point where I was like fuck like I'm dreading this right now like it 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 was causing me more stress than than I wanted you know and that spilled over into my relationship it spilled over into like my friendships it spilled over you know just in other facets of my life like me being like grinded down by this job that i hated like i was like fuck and like i i don't like this i should be grateful that i have work during a pandemic but damn this fucking sucks you know and you know it was during that time too like you know i was a photographer we were working with you know people and what not and i'm super you know covid cautious like I, I you know there was no care like for safety at all and 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 all of that stuff you know it was just like yeah we're going to start working you know with people again and, and and there was no protocols put in place like i had written up a document of protocols we should follow on set nobody wanted <laughs> nobody listened you know it was just business as usual we don't give a fuck business as usual just let's just make money selling these products that nobody fucking cares about <laughs> yeah it was fucking rough man and so i said to myself well i can't bank on being just a freelancer can't bank on just that you know running a freelance business a freelance photography business where literally my whole business model is weddings portraits events like i had to actually physically be in front of somebody to do my job to provide value you know and the whole pandemic just kind of shut all of that stuff down for me and a lot of my homies that are in the industry they were going through like a rough time too and or still are you know what i mean like shit's slow right now you know and that's how it that's how it's always been for me though you know as a freelancer like we would have like my income fluctuated so much 
you know, during wedding season, which was like March to June or July. Um, sorry, guys, gotta restart the lights. During uh, like March, April, May, that was like peak wedding season. So all everybody was getting married during that time. It wasn't too hot. Uh, it was like springtime. It was just right. The weather was just right. So, you know, there, there was work. Brides, uh, you know, like there, there's just so many, so much, so many weddings. And so we, you know, we, I made a good living freelancing, you know, shooting weddings on the weekend and having so much time during the week to do whatever, you know, edit photos, you know, like fucking shoot personal projects, right? Uh, sleep really late and wake up at like 11 a.m. if I wanted to. I could sleep in if I wanted to. I can, you know, I can control, like, I could control, you know, when I worked. And if I wanted to, if I wanted to go on vacation or travel somewhere, you know, I remember going to Japan in 2017. You know, it was for like 10 days, you know, and it was... It was just, it was not, like nothing. You know, I was freelancing. Cool. Okay. Japan? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm going to buy my ticket. You know, I didn't have to request off. I didn't have to get wait for it to get approved. You know, I didn't have to worry about um, using up all my pay, my PTO. Right. I could just take a fucking vacation. You know, okay, cool. I, I, I worked X amount of weddings this, this month. You know, I made 4K. Cool. Let's just let's go to Ve- let's let's go to Vegas. I was gonna say Vegas. <laughs> let's go to Japan. Let's go to Tokyo. You know. Um, so yeah, that I mean that that that's what being a freelancer allowed for. You know, it allowed for that flexibility. Um, but during the winter months, so around this time, um, what up, Calvin? Good to see you in here, bro. Um, during the winter months, there would be no work, you know, no weddings. So you would have to shift your focus, your gears, right? Like, okay, wedding, it's not wedding season anymore, but people are shooting for holiday cards and family photos and, you know, there's holiday parties, right? It's not as, it doesn't pay as well as weddings, that's for sure. But they're still there and you have to kind of shift your focus as a photographer, as a creative to kind of see the opportunity in the throughout the year. Right. Um, so my income, my income always fluctuated up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And I was like, fuck, by the time January hit, um, I'm like, I was aching and itching for wedding season to come back. You know, like, fuck, man, like what? Like March can't come here any faster. Right. Like I want I want weddings. Because <laughs> I'm going to make the, the bulk of my money during wedding season. So, you know, fast forward to the present day, you know, during the pandemic, all that shit went away. And that was a huge reality check for a lot of creatives. If you're a photographer, if you're a videographer, if you, you know, if you're any kind of creative that, you know, if, if you work in the event space too. If you were a wedding coordinator or a florist, a wedding, you know, uh, like you were a wedding DJ, 
you know, anything in the event space, all of that stuff disappeared. And I was like, fuck, what do we do? You know, obviously people, uh, I remember there was a time where people were like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like we need to apply for, you know, unemployment and this and that. Oh, we can't get through, you know, people are fucking frantic and shit. I can't get through to this unemployment shit. Like, damn, I need to pay rent. I need to pay for my bills and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And we got one measly fucking check. One measly fucking $1,200 check. At the time, I was like, fuck yeah, $1,200? This is cool. But that was the only one we got. And, you know, people people are still struggling. People are struggling right now, dude. It's fucking bad. So, what, what, what... what's one to do? What what does one do when you're fucking when your back is up against the fucking wall and you don't know where the next check is gonna come from? You don't know how you're gonna fucking put food on the table. You don't you 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 don't know like fuck like am I am I am I gonna be able to put gas in my car? Am I am I gonna be able to buy new tires for my car or should I just put this shit on a credit card? It's like fuck dude. I think that shit got real, you know? And I'm just speaking from, from you know, my experience, dude. Like, it's been fucking hard as fuck. Um, but, you know, that's why we adapt, right? We take, we learn to take risks. We're going back to the risk thing. We learn to take these risks, these calculated risks when you're navigating through this unprecedented, uncertain time right? You have to be really calculated in take, in your risk-taking. The worst thing that you can do is not take a risk, though. Like, people who are just sitting around and not really doing anything, and they're just collecting the unemployment check, and they're, you're, they're waiting and banking on the government to take care of them. It's like, dude, no, you can't do that. Yes, it helps, but you got to you got to go, you got to move, you got to, you got to take a step back and look at the resources that you do have, whether it's an unemployment check every month or every week, um, whether you have extra shit that you don't need that's sitting in your closet or, you know, that you haven't really played, you know, whatever, you have like an extra shit, a, a bike, a fucking, you know, a fucking, whatever the fuck it is, extra shit. A PS5 or a PS4 you don't play with a ton of games, you know. There's ways that you can change, that, that you can allocate these objects, these material things that we stay attached to, you know, because we think it defines us, right? You got to take a step back. You got to see, assess the situation, assess the playing field, assess the battlefield. What's... Well, okay, you got you got a plan. Like it's like chess, right? I play a lot of chess. My dad taught me when I was like four, and he was always like, whenever I played my dad, he always beat me. I think I beat my dad in chess like one or two times, but the um, most of the time he always beat me. I was like, "Fuck, dad! Like, <laughs> why are you so good at chess, man?" And the man is just thinking seven moves ahead, eight moves ahead. And here I am thinking one move ahead, sometimes two or three moves ahead, right? But being able to chain, follow the chain of events, 
from from the top, right? My dad has this plan in chess. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna checkmate him here. I'm gonna checkmate him in eight moves. <laughs> and he does. And I'm just like, Dad, how did you he orchestrated it eight moves before? You know, and I think that's what we're looking at right now with 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 uh you know people who are struggling or people maybe maybe you're not struggling. Maybe you do have a job and, you know, you, you, you have a check coming, right? And you're not on, on unemployment. You know, you're working from home. You have a salary. You're, you're working for a company. You, you know, your, your business is good. Okay, cool. Like, you, you, you can still take a step back and assess the battlefield like, like a general. You know, you, 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 have, these, you have these resources, whether it's money or food or water or a car to get around or, you know, in my case, it was all of the photos that were sitting in my hard drives, all of the street photos, all the, all the, the you know, I, I did a lot of street photography, you know, two years ago up until now. So I, I have a huge record of photos that I took with this fucking camera right here. And they were all sitting just in hard drives. And, you know, I, I remember cataloging these images and, you know, by month and, you know, I, I, I went, I went into, um, you know, focused collections like, okay, I, I shot a lot of caution tape for this month. Okay, I'm going to put it in the caution tape folder. And I shot a lot of flowers and floral uh, stuff, you know, so I'm going to put it in a floral um, folder. Okay, I shot a lot of palm trees. So I'm going to put it in this palm tree folder. Okay, I shot a lot of people and like whatever, so like, you know, street scenes, whatever. I'm going to group it here, right? I was doing a lot of this planning, you know, this, I was, I was doing a lot of this like organizing. And then when it got like, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago, you know, I was like sitting there doing my design work for school and I'm like, damn, like, what the fuck is going on, man? I need to do something about my situation right now, like, you know, I'm struggling pretty bad financially. What do I do? You know, one person could, you know, one, one person might just like, just be like, you know what, like, fuck it, fuck this. <laughs> Cower in the corner, you know, and cry, right? Give up, you know. But as long as I was still alive, as long as, as I was still kicking, as long as I woke up today, as long as I'm fucking breathing, I can do something, right? And, you know, you're not out until you're out. And I wasn't out. So I had to do something. So, you know, I, I, I put it together. I, you know, I, I uploaded to the, you know, I, I, I looked at this new feature on Instagram and it was like shopping. And <laughs> I remember when people like, when Instagram updated the app and people were just like, fuck this shopping shit and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, oh, I hate Instagram now. Right. What up, Tiffany? I love you too. Um, you know, I, I, I was looking at it and I was like, damn, I, I need to, I need to fucking do something, dude. Like I need to, I need to take advantage of the shit that's in front of me. I got a phone, you know, I got, I got these pictures in my hard drive. Um, I need to do something. So I did it. I, 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 um, 
I uh, applied. I don't know if you apply, but like you have to, um, you have to get approved for Instagram shopping. Anybody can do it. You guys, anybody in the chat for the seven people, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. I didn't even expect seven people to like tune in. Um, you can do it. You know, if you have Instagram on your phone, as long as your Instagram is connected to your Facebook and, you know, you have a, a Facebook page, which is um, my Instagram uh, shop is linked to um, my Earl Bonaobra photography Facebook um, page that I created years ago. You could just connect those two and um, whatever. So pretty much you run the shop from the Facebook commerce manager. There's like a tool there. Um it's crazy that Facebook evolved to this, right? Like it was just a social network and now they have like fucking these commerce manager tools. They have uh, Facebook ads and, and you know, like all of this shit is crazy. But anybody can do it, you know? And so I think that's like what I, what I want to, you know, express to you guys is that like, we have we have all these tools, man, at our fingertips. Literally, the, this phone that I'm fucking holding right now, like, I was able to open up my shop through this black mirror, <laughs> the black mirror. Um, you know, and yeah, like, we have so many things at our disposal now. There's no barrier for entry. You don't have to have like a brick and mortar shop anymore you know you you want to sell your own merch you can sell your own fucking merch if you want to create your own brand and and you know your own cultivate your own audience you can by way of this podcast on twitch and Streamyard and 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 whatnot and i think um it's about time you know for for me it was about time that i created my own environment and that i created my own like um, you know, yes, <laughs> start selling the booby sweaters <laughs> sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you can sell stuff. You can create your own world. You can create your own environment. You can bring whoever you want into your own environment. And that's why like, it, we're circling it back to, man, I love the flow of this podcast. Everything is just going so well. The Stream of Consciousness podcast. I think I think that's the name, the Stream of Consciousness. Um, <laughs> you're my world. <laughs> uh, you're my world, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're going, we're circling it back to the why right why do we create well why am i creating this podcast and there's a lot of uh you know my, my, my guest tonight oh my gosh man it would have been a freaking i mean we're it's still going down we we rescheduled we rescheduled uh uh him for the 30th so wednesday the 30th keep that open tonight's guest is going to be on the 30th so yeah, um, my my interest is to, is just to dive into the streams of consciousness of these people that I want to interview, you know, 
everybody has their own stream of consciousness their their own the voice you know of reasoning in their head that uh, guides their decision making their sound decision making um and i and and i just want to learn more about about that because that in itself is a process you know the way that you process things the way that you make decisions that affect your outcome right um <laughs> you guys are crazy train of thoughts <laughs> um you volunteer in the hunger games shut up bro <laughs> um you know i want to get into their heads to see like what makes you know what makes these guys successful like what like what what drives their their decisions through life um and there's a lot of interesting people that i have in mind you know um you know from videographers to other photographers you know it's it's i i, I hate not that i hate hate's a strong word but i don't like giving people a label i feel like we're all we're all we all have something different that we do we we're not just defined by one thing you know you can be um you can be a photographer but you can also be a climber you can also be a dj you can also be a father you can also be a son you can also be a businessman you can also be all these things you know um you can be all these things and and to give yourself that definition of like i am this it's like don't limit yourself to that you know like when people ask what i do right like oh, i'm a photographer it's like yeah but i climb too and <laughs> i i i'm a martial arts practitioner and uh you know i'm a dj and i'm a designer and you know i'm a son and you know i'm a podcaster now um it's all these things you know we we shouldn't we shouldn't define ourselves by one thing we're all multi we we all have m- multiple disciplines <laughs> then i heard father <laughs> i'm like painting a future picture right now <laughs> i was i always tell my uh my friends and whatnot I'm, i'm like man i'd be a kick-ass dad i'd be a kick-ass dad dude yeah <laughs> shoddies and his children <laughs> you guys are dumb <laughs> uh this is fun guys damn i'm glad i've been i've been yapping for 55 minutes <laughs> and y'all are still here and the audience is the audience grew it's fucking crazy dude I I love this and I and I appreciate everybody that's tuning in that's tuned in right now like um you know and and forgive me because I'm a sap too but um yeah I appreciate this man like I I I appreciate all the love all the support that I'm getting you know through just doing this and this is only the beginning for sure you know um when when I actually do have 
a guest, you know, and we're actually chopping it up, you guys will see what I'm talking about with the stream of consciousness. There's a lot of interesting people that I want to interview, um, a lot of deep thinkers. Um, you know, I, I, I consider myself a very, very uh, introspective person, you know, like small talk is cool, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's, uh, let's just talk about some deep shit right now. <laughs> yes, I am a Taurus. Um, let's just talk about some deep shit. Let's get lost in thought, you know? Um, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me listen to you. I like listening. Um, tell me everything. <laughs> psychoanalyze yeah yeah let me psychoanalyze you <laughs> um man a lot of that a lot of the a lot of this is also what i do as a designer too as a ux designer and it's trippy as fuck um that i was able to pick that up as a skill you know going through my boot camp um you know before you design you have to research you have to research about your users you know about um, the people that you're designing for, you know, if you're designing a product or, or an app, you can't just design shit that looks pretty. You have to do research into like what the users actually need to to, you know, have a, a great experience on the app or the product. Um, and the 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 big thing that we learn as UX designers is to empathize. So, you know when I'm conducting user interviews and stuff like that, it's, it's not just, Hey, do you think this looks cool? It's like, no, like, tell me about your life. Like, what do you do for a hobby? What do you do outside of work? Um, uh, you know, what do you like to do for fun? You know, what's something that you hate about this experience or that experience? And then I let them go off, you know, Oh, I hate when this happens and blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot, of things that you can pick up when, you know, when you read between the lines and you design for that. And that's how you design a delightful product that people will love. I didn't know I needed this, you know? Um, and so, yeah, like the, the, the field that I'm getting into, which is, you know, design UX design is, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped on it. You know, um, it's just another skill in the toolbox that's, that I'm picking up and that'll actually serve me in this new world that we're living in, right? It's a strange new fucking world that we're living in right now where we kind of have to shift gears and, and, and adapt with the times, you know, work from home is here to stay. Whether or not people, uh, you know, like it or not, um, the pandemic really opened up everybody's eyes, you know, when it came to companies and businesses and stuff like that, like people the you know, <clears throat> I think it was like Microsoft or Google or any of the big giant, the tech giants, they're letting all their employees work from home, like indefinitely, you know, that they, they realize the value of like, oh shit, like we don't, we don't actually need these big office buildings and we don't, we don't need, need to actually pay for all this real estate. We can just have our teams work from home. We'll give them a small stipend to optimize their workspace. You can, they can get a new computer, a standing desk. Like I've been seeing all this stuff on the story. Oh, 
I got, you know, my work gave me a stipend to buy a standing desk and I got a monitor and they gave me a MacBook and companies are shifting into this new model, uh, this new business model, um, you know, of like having these fully distributed teams, you know, um, and it's great. It's fucking awesome. Right. Um, so you know, I, I'm taking this opportunity to be like, you know what, there, there's this there's this train <laughs> that's getting ready to go. And I'm learning these skills now to get on the train ride to go. Right. Um, and I can take pictures along the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, I, I feel I feel really good of where I'm at right now. It's hard. Um, I'm not there yet. I haven't reached the destination yet, but the the decisions that I make now will affect me two, three, five years down the line. And I know that I'm going to reap the rewards of what I'm doing now, the struggles that I'm going through now, the, the challenges. It's all meant to be the tempering of the soul. My soul, my spirit is being tempered. And, and uh, through the lessons that I learn, the pain and the loss that I go through, the, like, man, like, I've been, like, I'm just going to be straight up, guys. Like, I've been surviving off of a shoestring budget for food, you know? And I'm not ashamed to fucking tell people that like life got pretty hard and I was in a pretty dark place in September and I had to take a break from social media I was like fuck this man like I need to delete Instagram off my phone I need to I need to delete Facebook I haven't actually reinstalled Facebook on my phone I don't I, I don't have it and it feels great but I was in a dark place and uh I was battling a lot of shit mentally, financially, physically. Like, I was going through a lot. And, um, you know, it's those struggles, man, like that. Um, it's like, like, like I said, right? It's the, the tempering of the soul, of your spirit. Um, sorry guys. <laughs> I didn't even fucking know I was going to cry on this fucking podcast. God damn it. <laughs> um, life's hard, but like I, like I said before, right? Like as long as you're alive and as long as you're fucking breathing and you get up and you can hold yourself high and you can stand up and you can do something you gotta do it you gotta fucking do it you're not out until you're fucking out until you're dead and I'm not dead yeah so the decisions that I make now and, and this goes for everybody. 
the decisions that you make now will affect you two, three, five years down the line. Think about that. You can sit on your ass and not do shit. You can cower in the corner and not do anything. You can not stand up for yourself. And two, three, five years down the line, you're going to regret that. The decisions that you made back then. You're going to regret it. And you're like, fuck. I was aware of it. Why didn't I take fucking action? Why didn't I do it? And you shouldn't live like that. Yeah. That's um That's why I do what I do. <laughs> this is why the podcast happened. Because I don't care anymore. I love where I'm at. Don't be afraid to go after what you want. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Don't be afraid to take risks. Because risk, is it means progress. Without risk, there's no progress. You can start that business. You can start that podcast. You can start that Instagram business that you've always wanted. You can tell that person that you love them, that you like them. Um, Take a risk. Danger brings clarity. Danger brings clarity. When you're in the face of danger... Nothing else fucking matters. Right? Back to Alex Honnold and the free solo, right? Nothing else fucking mattered for that man on that wall. When he was climbing without fucking any ropes. He was just focused on the task of climbing the fucking wall. The 3,000 foot wall. And he made it out alive on that. And he was so sure of every move, of every handhold, of every fucking foothold. He was so sure because he prepared and he was focused and he was determined. So that's my call to action for anybody that's still on here. Don't be afraid. And don't be afraid to express yourself. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Create your own world, your own platform. And be true and authentic to yourself. Because those who... Those who fuck with you... Will fuck with you. 
your 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 tribe will align with you tribe is huge for me finding your tribe find your soul tribe the tribe that is your family the tribe that's your crew you know you the people that are in your life for a reason are there for a reason so water that love you guys too damn i didn't even fucking know the waterworks were going to come out on this one <laughs> woo there's so much man there's so much that i want to speak and talk about the guests that i have planned are like some of the most brilliant fucking minds um that i've ever came across um you know and and they're within our circle guys that these this isn't like elon musk and fucking you know whatever you know like like these these are people within our circle like one to two degrees of separation and i'm excited man i'm excited for 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 you guys to tune in and um this is only the beginning man and i and i i i i want there to be there's a lot of value um that that i think people can take away from um this podcast and the future podcast for sure you know um so yeah i i'm going to i'm going to um i'm going to end this um it's 909 right now hell yeah we went an hour and fucking 10 minutes right now on this shit this is great um so the the plan is now that uh you know the 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 recording is um you know in and, and whatnot um I'll be able to pull video um and the audio and I'll uh I'm going to look to upload this audio to anchor.fm um and probably pull the video clips and post it on my Instagram story um uh, maybe even do it on YouTube I'm not even sure you know but this is the first one I created a piece of content that is uniquely my own. An hour and 10 minutes of my own podcast with my own branding too. If you look, I don't know if I'm pointing the right way, but like in the corner, um you can see my logo that I designed in my uh through my that I designed for school. So this is the same logo that I'm going to be using um for my um UX portfolio um which is earleos.com so e a r l e o s.com um there's a password on it because i'm not done with it yet but that's going to be my ux portfolio site um so you'll be able to see that logo um i'm super super proud of of the logo that i created um it's you know my my mentor at first was like it looks like Gatorade <laughs> so i added a little bit of a you know a little bit more of on the lightning bolt um And yeah, so, you know, it's going to be a fucking great this is a, this is a great start, man, and I'm I'm glad for for whoever tuned in. DJ Rance, bro. Good to see you guys. Let me let me scroll up this this chat here. Sophie, the staggy mom. Yes. For sure. Che, Tiff, Tiffany, Memo, cousin Memo. 
um Seabass who's still here Calvin yeah all of y'all man this is amazing 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 Christy thank you so much for being here holy crap fuck this is amazing this is amazing man hell yeah thank you so much man um yeah i love you guys from the bottom of my heart um you know don't end let's raid someone how do i do that from here how do i do that from Streamyard? i'm a noob raid deho how do i do that from Streamyard? i'm on Streamyard, guys not twitch what if i switch to twitch if i if i press the home button it'll probably exit the thing yeah damn i know i'm streaming from my phone but next time next time we will do it um i am new to this whole twitch raid thing um chase says wait try it from comments how do i do that can i write comments post comment okay i can i can access the comment thing okay so slash raid username what it's uh deho creates right i'm gonna try it <laughs> are we gonna raid deho right now <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Let's 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 test this out. Let's see. Let's see. Slash raid, deho creates. All right. So what's gonna happen when we do this? I'm going down the rabbit hole of Twitch right now. Holy shit! Let's go. Let's go. I don't know what's happening. It's working. She says. Okay. An error occurred. Try again. Really? Is are we in? Hey. I'm gonna. I'm going off of the feedback here. Wait, can you hit? Oh, we're still here. Wait, can you hit raid now? I don't know. I'm doing it from Streamyard, yo, not uh Twitch. So I'm posting the comment, but it said an error occurred. Wait a moment, then try again. Shit, I don't think we can. Ah, okay, okay. At least we know the. At least we know the um the command now. Try again. Try again. Okay, Ch DJ Wavy Baby says try again. We are trying this again, guys. Raid Deho creates. For those of you guys that don't know, Deho is all of our DJ mentors. Here we go. Deho got laggy and you think he's restarting. Do it again. Okay. What's going to happen? I have no idea what's going to happen. An error occurred. Wait. Oh. It popped up. It's working. What? <laughs> really? Guys, uh, I, I, the only feedback that I'm getting is uh, from y'all, y'all in the comments. So, um, yeah. Thanks, guys, for the eight people that are here still doing this. Error or not? Nah, it said an error occurred. Wait a moment, then try again. When I typed in slash raid deho creates, an error occurred. But people are saying it's working. It popped up. This is what we get for doing it. Or this is what I get for doing it on a phone. Um, error or not. Let me try again. Let's try again. One more time. One more time. One more time. Raid. Deho creates. Watch me raid him like fucking like 20 times. The command just goes through. Ah, uh, an error occurred. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's working or not. 
Cool. Well, um, I'm going to end it. Um, I'm still here in my car in the, in the Ghetto Fabulous podcast studio. Um, stay tuned for the next episode. I believe the next episode is going to be Monday the 28th. I just have to confirm um, the guest um, to see if he's still free on that Monday at 8 p.m. Otherwise, um, it, um, the next podcast is going to be on um, the 30th Wednesday at 8 p.m. So there's a there's a potential for there to be two podcasts the last week of December. Keep an eye out for that. It's going to be fun. Um, the two guests that I have are really good fucking homies of mine. And um, yeah, it'll be fun. Love you guys. Um, and yeah, that's it, y'all. Peace. Have a good night.